Sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me as always is Commander Mal for the win. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. That's absolutely right. Um, We have one of my favorite... YouTube content creators. Yes. Today. Yes. Mechanic Man. Mechanic Man is here to help us repair the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know who Mechanic Man is, he was the winner of the Fleet Carrier Video Contest. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that Frontier did. And he did the amazing video around the Fleet Carriers. That was how I found out about about his yep. work um and then literally i went back and watched his whole back catalog so yep, um, me too yeah he um he's wonderful i didn't realize it i had actually seen um what was it it, it may have been oh it was the uh the optical chip video i had seen that one like when it first came out and totally forgotten about the content until he won the fleet carrier video thing and then I was like, oh, that's where I've seen him before. I like when I was going back through the catalog, when I was like, oh, my God, this guy does great videos. I was like, yeah. oh, my, I've seen this one before. I remember this one. So it, it's so good. It's really excited to get to talk to him because it's so unique as well. Yeah. 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 Very different. He goes into so much like looking at the ships, going into those details that we don't mm-hmm. see. We don't see when we're sat in and sat in the cockpit, but um, they are they are there, and it's really wonderful to see, um, to see like the ins and outs and the 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 bits of the stations and stuff that we don't actually get to see. Yep. Just because he's got up and had a walk around, you know, it's, right. it's it's ridiculous, but it just works like, so so well. I know. Yeah, it's, for me, it was. It's like. The the one thing that you hear a lot of is, hey, there's a coffee maker in your crate. Did you mm-hmm. know that? And it's like, oh, there is so much more than just a coffee maker. Like there are there are little bits and bobs of visual detail scattered about the interior of ships and the interior of stations that are already in game that people just don't even know are there. And he is like on a mission to find every single one of them and find a cool way to use it in in one of the videos, which is which is phenomenal. It shows a phenomenal commitment to content Absolutely. creation. Absolutely. Welcome in, Mechanic Man. Thank you very much for joining us today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. For those of people people who out there who might not know who you are, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? So stuff like your commander name, you if you're a content creator, those kind of things, and how long you've been playing. Absolutely. I am Mechanic Man, known also as Commander Darkhands in the game. I started playing in I think it was 2016. I think I started in June um instead of April when I purchased the game. I had waited for my Vive to show up for for VR. Right. Um, 
nice. I, I wanted to be a VR only commander from the very beginning. I actually, I knew about the game in the Kickstarter days. I just hadn't picked it up just for whatever reason. I actually played it a little bit on the Commodore 64 when I was much younger. I was a little too young for it at the time. I remembered it though. Um, I picked it up then when I saw that there was VR. There was a YouTube video actually. Uh, I cannot remember who it was by. It was called Flight Assist Off, but that does not help you because every video for Elite is called Flight Assist Off. Um, <laughs> commander's name, uh, the YouTube user's name, Another Martz. It was called Flight Assist Off, and it was just a VR first-person view of playing Elite Dangerous, and he was just kind of flying around and doing the training missions, really, but he put really cool epic music behind it and just that kind of really set me off and i'm like i am going to buy a whole brand new pc i'm going to buy this vibe that i've been seeing i'm going to you know set this up i am in this world now just from that single video actually sold me on it and i from that day you know purchased built my whole pc got the uh, got the vibe waited for it to show up built myself a little vr cockpit and i've been a vr only commander from from day one in 2016 Wow. That's really cool. I, 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 that's like seeing it like that and then being all in, like, you know what? I'm going all in. We're yeah, doing the mom. PC. We're getting the VR headset. <laughs> we're building a, we're building ourselves a little sim pit and like, I'm going to climb in and never get out again. That's, like, that's, that's like, I could really appreciate that. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, it was a huge investment too. My wife was not very happy with that part. But Can you imagine though, if you loaded it in and you were like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. I'm sorry. I don't like this. I'm going to take it all back. Yeah, I'm done. You know what? I changed my mind. It's not really as good as I thought. Never mind. I st- I, I've stuck with it though. And yeah. from then on, I was just, I was in there. Wow. I've never played the game on a screen either. That was the other thing. I tried it one time. I tried it one time. It was like watching the Elite Dangerous TV show. It's like somebody else's. (laughs) It it does. It just doesn't have the same effect since from day one, I was sitting inside my ship. Right. And now I'm just trying to watch it on a screen. It really didn't have the same effect for me at all just because I started in VR. Mm. Yeah. So having watched that video um, of that, that first person view and then logging in for the first time with your setup and your gear what was that experience like like i take it it lived up to expectations it definitely lived up to expectations um (laughs) just the i vr really gets to me some people say like i don't really have that presence or anything like that and it can probably depend on even like the physical features of your face the way your eyes are spaced and things like that but for me it was absolutely realistic and right in front of my face and i was sitting in my ship especially and i had my my hotas and sitting in the chair and I have a butt kicker connected to the bottom of it. So all the bass oh, sounds nice. hit me and everything. And, and it, it was absolutely just sitting in my ship. And I've, from that point on, I'm like, I got to do something with this. I, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to just sit and play the game of all these cool content creators are going around doing stuff too. I'm like, I want to do something too. Right. And then I right. just realized what do I like when I watch YouTube? I like watching all those guys that they, they have a little simple little video. It's not some big, some big shot guy who's like, you know, Hey, smash the like button, like, and subscribe. Let's go everybody. It's just some, <laughs> some guy. It's like sitting like, this is how you fix the radiator on a 1996 Honda civic. And this is what you do. And you're done. Right. And he finishes it. No added, no, you know, no advertisements, no nothing. And he just goes. And that's what I tried to emulate with, with mechanic man. It's just a little guy recording his day-to-day job going about fixing ships yeah yeah it works so well so well and it's so unique and it makes it it really does for those of us who don't so i have a vr headset but it's not a a great vr headset it's the the oculus go and it was originally you know it was purchased for work um 
And then work was like, we don't, we're not going to use those after all. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, can I keep the headset? Give you me know? That. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, with, um, you know, a couple of programs, one running on the PC, one running on the headset, I can stream to the headset, but the colors aren't great. The resolution yeah. isn't great. It's not, you know, it's not perfect, but like you said, it's a start it's somewhere. Um, and I feel like I would really like VR, but watching like your videos, <laughs> it does feel like you're actually experiencing like the day to day station mm. hangar crew maintenance guy, like crap, I got to get in there and fix what yeah. like, <laughs> you know, that's what I wish so, for. So thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's def- it definitely comes across that way. It feel, it feels great watching those videos. And it's like, every time I see one, it does make me want to put the headset back on and experience elite in that way. That's part of what I wanted to do too. just keep everybody interested and make other people interested in VR and in elite yeah. in itself and right. play it this way. How yep. long after um, jumping into Elite did you think, oh, yeah, this is, I, I I could do something with this. I could do, like, there is content here that isn't being done anywhere else and that I can really make the most of that, um, that I can do. How long How long was that transition between starting to play and then making, making that content, would you say? There was probably a little bit of a time in between. I would say maybe a year, year and a half. Okay. And I was just playing the game. I was just engrossed in the game for a long mm. time too. Just rolling, you know, sitting in my Cobra at the time, <laughs> flying around. And I was like, you know, so I was, sometimes I would just walk around in the back of my Cobra and I'd be like, you know, maybe I could do something while I'm walking around. I can record this. Or I would sit and just lay down on the floor of the ship and look up at the stars for once in a while. I, I don't want to play right now. I'm just going to watch a planet or something like that. And yeah. I can, I can do something with that. And I realized it took me a while, but I realized, you know, I can, I can do that. And then that's when I started to go through the whole thing. Yeah. What could I do? What do I like in YouTube? And can I copy that? Yeah. It, it, it's um, a really, it's just such a beautiful thing to, to watch like to experience firsthand when you're, um, cause I'm not a lot of um, people. I was, I was watching, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to articulate exactly what I'm wanting to say, but um, I was watching um, your Mamba video. Oh, and, yes. Um, like you do, looking around at all of the individual details of the Mamba and then looking into, um, there's a little set, there's a little um, pilot section where they've got a, a water bottle and a taser. There's that like, mm-hmm. that little story section that they have. And I was like, I would not know any of that if it yeah. was not for, <laughs> your videos taking us around the cockpits of the ship because they are so intricate and they are so beautifully designed and it's just really refreshing to see that yeah. that that sort of kind of angle i just really love it and i'm and I'm, it's a shame that yeah. the game doesn't mm-hmm. incorporate that a little bit more someone puts yeah. so much effort into those little tiny details and you really never see it unless you do what you weren't intended to do in the first place which is walk around outside your 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 chair so it was kind mm. of right i also wanted to showcase all that effort that someone somewhere some modeler put into the into yeah. almost every ship yeah absolutely it's I've it gotten really a, it really is interesting they have all those details and it does seem like you're not really supposed to there's no real native way to experience them you, exactly. you know and then and that to me is why it felt so weird when they said um, for Odyssey, they're like, hey, we're not going to support VR at the start, you know, and some of that has changed now and they do have some plans for VR, but they're like, not going to start. Also, no yeah. ship interiors. And I was like, what? Like, uh-huh. there's already so much detail just in the cockpit that it would be nice to be able to see. 
Right. And like, oh, I was like, oh, no. And then gradually, you know, they've started changing the story a little bit and been like, OK, well, there will be VR support for all the stuff. There's already VR support for we'll do something for the first person stuff and we're going to have stations, but not ships. But we're going to say not ships at the start and right. and just leave it yeah. at that. And it's like, OK, well, at least it's it's on the roadmap somewhere on somebody's desk. But That's you're right. It's like there are those so so many little details that like make you excited about, you know, getting looking around the cockpit and just thinking about like, what else could there be in the ship detail wise? Exactly. You know? and I, that's what I thought actually when Odyssey was announced, like that's going to be one of the first things they announced is ship interiors. Look, look at it. Somebody right. did right. all this work and they paid for it. So they're going to have to do something. And then I heard no ship interiors. I'm like, what? wait a minute. In a way yeah. that keeps me working. I have a lot more videos to make now because people can't <laughs> see the inside of the ships. <laughs> but otherwise I was a little disappointed. So yeah. Yeah. And I totally feel that. Totally feel that too. Um, what's the, so I think this is kind of a, um, kind of a no brainer, but, um, is it, do you have like thinking about the videos, do you have like a roadmap of, of like what ship you want to do next? Or is it all kind of like spur of the moment thing I am for you? Not nearly organized enough to have any kind of plan <laughs> like that. I, I can be three quarters of the way done with a video and I have no idea how it's going to end. I am totally, totally off the cuff when it comes to that. I should have a little bit of a roadmap, but I know I, I totally don't. I just kind of go where it takes me on my own. I mean, I just, you know, well, you know what? I think I can, I'm looking at the Eagle today and, oh, it's kind of cool. You know, the Eagle has these really cool looking engines. Maybe I'll do something with that. Yep. And then, oh, that gives me an idea. Why don't I go and do this? And, oh, now there's a mishap. And, yeah. <laughs> we knocked over the ship and oh god now the station chief is mad at me and i just i just completely go off the cuff and try to figure <laughs> it out like as it. i go i really I, like it though it's re- it is really cool that, that's pretty much why it works so as well like i hope so. um, i think that might be part so. of why it makes it seem a little bit more organic that way because when i notice when i try to script it it comes out very dull and boring but if i just kind of let it go <laughs> it ends up being a little more exciting and more natural yeah yeah definitely um, what's the story behind com- the name Commander Dark Hands? Me- Mechanic Not- Man's pretty. Um, that one makes sense, right? Mechanic Man <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. No, there, there's not an exciting story behind that one. I was, it was 1996 when I first went online, so I was 15 years old. Right. And my best friend, I was, I was asking him, like, I need a name. What's my handle going to be? And he's like, What about Dark Hand? Literally, that was it. I was like, you know what? That sounds cool. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> but now, like 24 years later or whatever it is, it's just kind of become my name. It kind of stuck. It's it's, yeah. it's childish. It's, you know, but that's my name. I can't really change it anymore at this point. That's all. Very simple story behind it. It's just <laughs> my best friend suggested it. I stuck with it. And now it's just kind of grown on me. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It works. Exactly. Think, they do they do go on a little bit if you've been using one handle for um a little while it's it's very very difficult it feels to let it weird go. to yeah. change that yeah. handle. exactly that's <laughs> all. even switching to mechanic man i was like oh you know it just feels weird mm. yep. he's a character i'm gonna say that's how i keep it in my head that makes perfect sense <laughs> he's just a persona <laughs> he's just a persona this is my real name yeah <laughs> Um, do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction at all? Not yet. I actually had an, a, an idea back when I first started the videos to try and kind of create my own little minor faction, but the Hull Seals kind of stole my thunder on that one. That's basically <laughs> exactly what I was going to do. So I was thinking right. about creating something. I still maybe might want to start some kind of little squadron or minor faction around Ross 584 where Mechanic Man is based. But right. no, at the moment, 
probably the one I identify most with at the moment is probably Enterprises Squadron because I've been hanging around in his Twitch stream a lot lately. And yeah. uh, so I've been participating with that one. But other than that, Enterprises no. good people. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Is there anything when you're um, when you're uh, playing? Uh, what sort of um, third party resources do you use um, for your your play style? Is there anything in particular that you lean towards? While I'm playing, um, mostly things that just kind of help me integrate with VR. Um, right. I'll use um, some overlays when I'm in VR to try to keep a little bit of. Uh, you know, an, an outside window on my screen. I have the original Vive though, so I really can't, ha- I don't have too much detail. So it's kind of hard to read text when I do that, but um, I'll use like auto hotkey scripts, things like when I alt tab out of the game, as soon as yeah. I touch my joystick, I'll be able to get right back into it. It automatically switches focus back to the game, things like that. Um, oh, cool. It's kind of simple way of, you know, oh, I can't, I have put my headset back on. I've got no control now. Oh my God, what do I do? But I've got a little auto hotkey script. If I touch the joystick, it'll automatically switch my focus back. There's a um, there's a a mod or something as well that does that. Um, I think there I is. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's called. I keep meaning to download it because the amount of time that I plow into a sun or something like it's that. Exactly. Because, <laughs> That's because, I, because I'm watching chat or something, or I'm oh I'm typing a silly little command for something to happen in chat, <laughs> and then I grab my joystick to turn, and I'm like, it's yeah, not doing anything. Yep. <laughs> you bought it now. I had that happen three times on stream last night. As a matter of fact. <laughs> That's what happens right into a star. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. And that's why I did it. I, mainly when I was recording is most of it mm-hmm. when it happened. I use um, OBS to record yeah. the raw audio, uh, the raw video. Um, I'll do my, I record, I don't record any of the sound effects. I do all outside sound effects. Right. Um, I'll record my own voice with audacity. Um, I've got that auto hotkey script to switch back to the game because if I'm recording a sound file and I try to switch back to the game and I die, <laughs> <laughs> And then I edit everything in HitFilm. HitFilm Express is my video editing software. I love that software. Oh, it's so great. I've never used it before. I, oh, that's, that's the software that I use for my videos. So, um, awesome. I love that Another software. Another HitFilm user. Mm-hmm. I, I love, love it, it so much. It's, um, yes, uh, I think I love it slightly more than I love Premiere Pro <laughs> because I'm just so much more used to HitFilm. Um, and Express is free. And that's how I got yeah, started too. Free. That was the other and thing. It's free, you know, um, <laughs> you, can, you can get it. You can get it for free. You can get it started. Um, if it's you don't have to pay through through the nose for it, but you can also like bring in other effects from other other soft yeah other software. So um, and if you do want to like, buy pieces of it, you can buy it piecemeal. Like I just want the exactly. film grain effect. I'll just pay a dollar for that. You know that mm. I like that feature. Yeah, it's it's lovely. It's a really nice, really nice piece of software. I'm so yeah. so glad I found someone else who uses it. Yeah, another hit film user. <laughs> I usually say that, and people are like, "I've never heard that. Let me try it." Yep, just like Mal said, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, so. <sighs> What was I going to, I was going to, oh yeah. So thinking about resources that you use um, in game, moving that over towards making, uh, making your videos, your content videos. Is there anywhere you go for information on like the ships, the ship interiors, anything that helps you? Like, are there, do you pull up like the, the blueprints or I know there's some YouTube users that like create full, 3D rendered versions of the interiors of ships, which is really cool, by the way. Frontier needs to hire them immediately. <laughs> Problem of walking around inside your ship is solved. Um, is there is there anything that you find that you lean on more when you're doing videos versus when you're actually in game? There, there may be a 
Mechanic Man collaboration with one of those guys in the future. I don't know yet. Just but other than that. <laughs> and that will be all, folks. We've heard Never the best news. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Other, other than that, um, <laughs> there are a few. Um, I, I, I literally, like I said, since I do everything off of the cuff, I'll just do a quick Google every once in a while. But yes, I have used some of those guys. They're 3D renders for stuff. Like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. I find a lot of like, you'll do a couple of Google searches. I can't remember the the creators of them. I'm so sorry, guys. But the people who make those cool blueprints of the actual ships mm-hmm. and things like that, um, mm-hmm. those are always super useful resources. Um, I try to create my own little just ideas of what the interior of the ships would look like as well, just like those guys do, um, and try to right. come up with little ways I can fake being inside the ships, like with the uh, – uh, gosh, like with the Eagle videos where you're inside the engine room or you're looking at the the cooling units, things like that. Just kind of wander right. around in VR and just, okay, that's a kind of a cool view. Okay, it is rendering the the cooling coils. I can go over there and pretend I'm inside the ship and do that type of thing. Right. Uh, the engine core in the Eagle video was actually the ceiling of the SRV bay. So just really? trying to look at all kinds of cool views. So I was actually <laughs> laying on the floor looking up when I was recording that. And just kind of giving like a false view of That's awesome. looking forward. So we're always trying to come up with different ways to make whatever is in the game usable. Just kind yeah. of got to oh, be resourceful. So cool. Yep. And that's, that again comes back to your point about like somebody put all of these details yeah. in the game. Like who, th- who would, who some designer somewhere was like some guy someday is going to like lay down <laughs> when He's the gonna camera breaks this. and they're in the SRV bay. Let's put something fun up here them to look at you know like (laughs) and i'm so glad they did because i wouldn't be able to make a video otherwise (laughs) yeah i think i think the that video the eagle racing video and then the swapping out the optical chips are probably (laughs) my two favorite favorite videos like i was like this is this like looks legit (laughs) when swapping out optical chips i did a giveaway on reddit of those i had a whole bunch of spares made because i had to Mm -hmm. make them all at once on the laser cutter right and um people absolutely loved those so mal and Sai, if you guys want one of those i have a ton of spares i can send you some of those yeah i mean that'd be awesome yeah Yeah. i would love that absolutely i will send you some I need one for the Imperial Clipper um, that specifically will turn my. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> Whatever color you need, I'll I'll come up with one. I'll get to the black market and make sure I have the right color for you. So you just let me know. <laughs> um, speaking of optical chips and uh, control mechanisms, you said stick at some point. So I I would assume you are either dual stick or Hotas when you're when you're flying. Yep, I use um, X fifty six. Nice. Um, people always complain about that one cause it does have some quality assurance issues, but other than that, I mean, I have, I've had some issues with it in the past. I had a lot of ghost inputs and things like that. I had, right. I, I knew what they were talking about, but I actually changed, I tried out like three or four different USB hubs and I actually found one just for me. I'm sure it's different for everybody that I had absolutely, absolutely no problems with it after that. So I was getting ghost inputs five or six times an hour. All of a sudden, every single button on my throttle side would, would trigger. So I right. would go into silent running and throw chaff and yep. every, everything would trigger at once. <laughs> and then I tried this new hub and I haven't had a single problem in over a year. So that's people- really interesting. I, I, I had the same thing. So I've, yep. I've used an X56 for the last uh, two years almost. I just like a month ago switched to dual VKB sticks. Oh, cool. Um, 
But I love my X56 and oh, yeah. I happened upon the right hub when I originally got it. There you go. And have had zero ghost inputs. And at one point I switched the hub out for a different hub because I was like, oh, I, you know, I want more inputs. I want to be able to plug like plug in my headphones or plug in a controller, or plug in this. So I got like a hub that had seven ports instead of just four. Um, and you it was like USB. Trouble? Yeah, I started having trouble. And I was like, what the heck? And I couldn't, it never occurred to me it was the hub. And then I found a post on, I think, Reddit. And somebody was like, yeah, try a different hub. And I went back to the old hub, no problems. There you go. So See, that's, I'm, I'm, that's the thing. I think it must be something to do with the amount of power that the hub is able to send to the sticks. That's exactly that's people, my guess. People would say like, oh, you know, you have to switch to a powered hub. And I, I did that. I was on a powered hub and I was getting all the ghost inputs. I switched to a non-powered mm-hmm. hub and my non-powered hub is the one that I had no trouble with. So it's really, really, it's really strange. Yeah. Mine was, I went from a, I have a four port um, anchor and it's a 2.0 hub. It's not a 3.0 oh, hub. It's a 2.0 hub. That one works perfectly fine. Switching to a 3.0 hub, it borked it. That's so weird. See, I'm on a, I was on a, a 3.0 powered hub and had all kinds of trouble. I switched to a 3.0 <laughs> non-powered and had no problems at all. So it's, I still don't weird. know what the issue is. Yeah, everybody's it, it, different. It must have something to do with the combination of the hub and the computer itself and the motherboard or something like, yeah 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 how, like how it's sending those signals to the motherboard and how much probably how much processing is getting done on the hub versus getting done on the motherboard yeah exactly. like how much yeah. of those those channels how much of the header like is there a header in the hub or is it using the header on the motherboard exactly for the, it's, for the usb it's so Weird. strange but yeah uh, i think we can both agree x56 is actually a really good hotas oh yeah the i x52 x56 quality issues aside Um, if you, if you get a good one and you find the right hub for your system, it's a great, great system. I love it. I love the fact that it's got those two analog sticks, one on the throttle and one on the stick, because when I go into combat, I don't use the throttle and I use the stick on the throttle. And then I just basically, I have double sticks. I I treat the two little thumbsticks as dual sticks. And so when I go into combat, I dual stick. That's exactly how I was playing. My only problem with that was I had a, I have a tendency to be kind of heavy handed. So I would gradually push my throttle forward as I'm playing. And then I would be like, why am I still moving forward? I don't know. Oh crap. And I have to pull my throttle. (laughs) Yep. I wish there was a way to tell it. Like when I go into normal flight, when I'm not in super cruiser or or anything, I want my throttle to be turned off. Turn it off completely. Yeah. There, that would solve it. Like that would be if if it was if I could do that I would not have moved to dual actual dual sticks I would have kept the X fifty six forever. That's awesome. What's your what would you say was um, your forte in game? What what are you best at doing? Not a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maintenance. <laughs> ma- yes, exactly. I like fixing the ships. I spend most of my time nowadays just zooming around looking for cool angles inside the stations for where I, wherever I can film next. But ne- playing the game, I played just a lot of just regular missions. I've been doing an eye-bleeding amount of mining to be able to afford my carrier. Um, <laughs> you and everyone else. And everybody man, else, exactly. Everybody else. I, I really just liked regular missions where I can just go out and imagine I'm the, some space mercenary go taking care of missions and spending a lot more time just staring out into the space from my cockpit than actually getting the mission done. So it was a lot, a lot of just role play. And the game is more of a vacation for me 
yeah. than actually playing the game. It's just I can sit in this cockpit and sit around and look in space for a while, and I'm happy. Nice. So what would you say you enjoy doing the most? Because sometimes what you're best at and what you enjoy doing are... are- exactly. Yeah, no, I think, the, like I said, the best thing, I think, my favorite thing is just sitting on the station, parked on the dock, and floating around in VR looking for cool angles to record. I think that's my, my literally my actually my favorite thing to do in the game. It's like, okay, this is a cool view that not a lot of people see. There's so much detail here. I'm sitting next to a whole bunch of crates in the station. And when you get down to the yeah. correct, you know, the correct scale, all the detail is there for an, for a first person view. And it, wow. people just don't see that all the time. You go behind yeah. the little uh, radar towers and things like that. And there's so much detail back there. And you'll go sit in the uh, stations that are doing the, uh, the metal forging and stuff like that. You go sit over there right. and you can see all the little, all the little gears that are turning to push the metal along and stuff like that. And you're just standing at it at, oh, at, wow. at, at scale. And it's like, that's incredible. All this detail is here and people don't get to see this kind of thing close up. Mm. And, wow. I, I, and the next thing I know, four hours have gone by and it's time to pack it up because yeah. the kids are coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so just experiencing everything that's in that game that you don't usually get to see. is actually my favorite thing to do. Wow. Is there anything that you don't do that you in elite that you'd like to i want to be better at combat <laughs> um mm-hmm. i've tried i'm i'm okay at least with pve i kind of get annihilated with pvp like a lot of us do yep but yep. uh i would like to get a little bit better pvp training even a little bit of better pve training a little out there um just to get a little bit better at what is you know the main pew pew person version of the game yeah yeah it's so much fun. I, oh, yeah. I actually had a chat talk me into building a frag mamba yesterday. Ooh. So I got to fly that for the first time and I got killed twice really, really fast. And then it just clicked and I was like, oh, you have to almost fly this ship very gently. And like I said, I'm a yeah. really heavy handed pilot. I, I will, I litho break into the station and, <laughs> you know, I slam into, I'm still like, I made the commitment to Newton's gambit to go FA off. Right. So I'm still slamming into things left and right. And then you add into that. I have a new control system and yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best of pilots right now, but once I realized that you just have to be very, de- like it takes very little stick movement to get that Mamba going in the right direction. And oh my gosh, it was so much fun. You got, That's the thing, if learning it, the individual, you know, little features and functionality of how every ship works. That's kind of yeah. what I'm trying to get used to too. Like the Ferdelance, I want to fly it like my Cobra and it just doesn't work. You got to, that, you know, the butt right. of that Cobra just slides out everywhere and like, okay, I got to treat it differently. I've got to think about this. I can't just fly off of, you know, instinct or whatever. I got to think about this. That, yeah. You know, trying to figure that out is, it's fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So where would you say you spend most of your time in, I, uh, of course, in stations, uh, <laughs> but where, where, where do you think you spend most of your time in the galaxy? You mentioned Ross 584, I think it was. Yep, Ross 584 is Mechanic Man's home station. I basically, was just trying to find something that's close to a populated system, which, also, you know, it's right next door to LHS 20. People can get to right. it, but it's also yeah. not, you know, like downtown LHS 20. It's kind of outside, kind of the <laughs> suburbs a little bit. Just an out of the way mechanics fix it shop place. You know, he found a found a job there and was able to, you know, get some work and show that he can actually do what he's doing. Mechanic man is kind of a maybe not the most organized guy in the world, but he's good at what he does. <laughs> he just doesn't have yep. the discipline to really do anything with it. 
So it's kind of, it's almost kind of like, you know, I'm playing myself in real life. So I can really appreciate that. He, yeah. um, that, that sounds like very much what I do for nine to five is like, exactly. I could, I, I'm really good at my job, but I don't want to run a business doing oh, my God. job. I just want to do the work. Ex- I just like doing the work. So I, I, I can so appreciate many, that. I have written so many Reddit posts about that very thing. It's like, you do a good job. You get, you know, you do what you do really, really well. And what do they do? They promote you to a person manager. You're not a good yeah. person manager. You're good at what you do. I want to be able to yeah. succeed at what I do and get rewarded for it without getting promoted out of it and starting to manage people. Is, I yeah. don't know if there's a way to do that nowadays. Yeah. And it definitely, and I, I'm not sure if that's universal worldwide, but I know yeah. it's definitely an American thing is sure is. the, the, the job is, and I read, no, it's worldwide. gosh, it must, it's worldwide. Is it worldwide? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I came across a book called the metaphysics of star Trek, which basically talks about psychology and personality typing, but uses characters from star Trek as personality uh-huh. types. Um, and it turns out I'm a Riker. I I'm a great right-hand man. I'm a gr- I'm great yes. at executing things, but I have no desire to get in that chair. I will pass up promotion after promotion Thank to you. keep doing what I enjoy doing. I must be a writer like, too then because that's exactly oh my how gosh. I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Do you right? also both really struggle to sit on chairs properly? I'm so yes. sorry that was really Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do not sit in those chairs. I that, that's actually something I have a lot of trouble with when I'm filming now that you mentioned it. Total topic change. <laughs> But you actually reminded me, it's really hard to film because I have to very carefully not show the main cockpit chair because there's yeah. a headless body in it. <laughs> so I have to be very I careful spent, not to do that. I spent so much time. I have a, a background behind me when I'm, I'm flying that's the cockpit of the clipper. And I spent probably four or five hours photoshopping yes. the chair so that there is nobody in it. Yep. <laughs> like trying to get an angle on the <laughs> like the co-pilot chair and then pull as many assets from that into the pilot's chair as possible <laughs> so that it so that there's nobody there i was so Otherwise, excited when, you know in one of the betas it was like 3.2 beta or something like that there was a bug where when you would go into witch space the commander in the chair would totally disappear Ooh. and i was so excited like maybe i can film for those few seconds and try to get the chair and, you, you know, try to yeah. you know, kind of like they did with the Apollo 13 movie where they would actually use the vomit right. comet planes and, okay, we've got 30 seconds to film. Let's go. And so I, yeah. I, I wanted to do that. I was hoping they would not fix that bug for a while. And of course that was one of the bugs they fixed like right away. Cause it yeah. was so easy to fix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, let's turn that back on when they're in witch space. Okay. And, we'll fix that. And it was, it was useful for, yes. for somebody. For so, filmers, you know. like we got to fix that. Yeah. Frontier, give us a toggle please be- in the INI file where we can like disable the command. Yes. The I would love that. Yeah, I, w- I was just going to say that would be something that would be really good for them to introduce would be some sort of content creator control panel That'd be so where cool. you could say, um, turn off individual, you, you know, pieces of the HUD or turn on and off the commander in the chair or turn on and off, like give Added us just a little suite. bit more control. Yeah, yeah. Turn, yeah. Off, turn off the blur in the camera that's outside the ship or things like that yeah. when you get too yes. close. Yeah, that would be yeah, so yep. absolutely. Add it, add it to the camera suite. Add those different, different. Just give us an expanded yep. camera suite. That would be that would yes. be really lovely. But we're we're getting far ahead of ourselves with questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you, there's a question about that later, yeah. Oh. <laughs> when you if you run into trouble when you're when you're playing elite, um, who is it? You is there anyone in particular that you turn to, or is there somewhere that you go to get your get any advice? 
I've not given the fuel rats a call yet, but I am very 100% willing to use them because mm-hmm. I love those guys. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm still in the back of my head. I'm always looking for a fuel rat sticker on people's cars out in real life. Cause I want to leave them a little Snickers bar on the car because those guys are awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, those would probably be my main guys. Um, the hull seals are so cool too, but you guys stole my idea. <laughs> Other than that, um, no, I mean, I'll go online, you know, do my regular research if I'm stuck yeah. with an actual thing about it. It was um, when I first started, it was um, Issy Nona's videos that I learned everything on. He was one of the oldies of the elite dangerous content creation world. Um, he had his video series. Um, he had so many of them. They're like 30 minute episodes. And I would spend, when I first started, I would spend every day at lunch at, at work. I would go into my car and I would just watch a 30 minute Issy Nona video and just figure out, figure out the game before I had started. That was that little bit of time, but where I was waiting to play because my VR helmet hadn't shown up yet. And I would, I was just getting so much experience playing the game without having the game yet. So I was just watching it and learning it. And so when I started, of course, I was like, oh, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I had had a little bit of an, you know, a little bit of a head start because of his videos. Yeah. Nice. I don't know that I've ever watched any of his videos. I'm going to have to go yeah. back and check oh, that he is, out. He's I one of the him. legendary beginner content creators. Yeah. For, yeah. David Braben Absolutely. has mentioned him a couple times in some of yeah. his videos. So, um, And this, you are probably the third person to have mentioned his name to me, be it either just like in conversation, in um, chatting uh, on, yeah. the flight, on the Flight Assist Discord and on an email. I've had three different mediums now where people have mentioned hmm. Commander Isanona to me. And um, one of those was like, if you even manage to track them down. So I'm calling you out right now, Commander Isanona. Give me yes, a shout. Isanona, oh my yes. God, please come out. <laughs> yes. Give you me know, a I, shout. I work, We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> I, work, I work with my CEO directly at work. I'm not starstruck by celebrities and stuff like that. I've met him before. Mm-hmm. But if I were to meet Issy Nona, I would fall over like a little girl. I'd be, oh my God, it's Issy Nona. <laughs> there we yep. go. There we go. Come on then. Come on then, Issy Nona. The call is out. Let's- this is your open invite. Absolutely. He's always, he always used to say he doesn't have a microphone. Issy Nona, I will purchase you a microphone yep. and have it shipped to I, you. I have, I have one right here. I, <laughs> I, I have a couple of road mics that I'd be happy to share. Yep. Yep. Yep, we'll make it happen. Well, we can make it happen for sure, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely one of my one of my inspirations for yeah. for everything. Yeah, and and a lot of people's a lot of people are very um are very interested um to get in touch with get in touch with them. So yeah, I'd I'd love to speak to them for sure. Yep. So thinking back over all your experiences, um, in game, in station, laying on your back, looking up at the interior of the SRV bay, what what would you say is your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that you have come across or you've seen in game? I was most excited about making, well, now that you say in game, I'm not 100% sure, but the thing I was most excited about was getting Tezande to do the guest voice in the Eagle video. Mm. Um, I was coming up with a script for that one. Like I said, just making, you know, just making it up as I went. And I was like, okay, so the station chief's going to get mad at me. What do I do? He's going to sound like this big, deep voice. He's going to sound like Tezande or somebody like that. Like, who am I going to find with a big, deep voice? <laughs> he was literally the first thing that came to my mind. It didn't occur to me to, to try, but you know, I'm, I'm right. going around Reddit looking for, you know, those free voice acting help yeah. things that people do. Right. Like they'll read a script for you. And I'm like, after like a couple of weeks, I'm like, why don't I just ask? Tezande. And so I found his website and he has this, you know, 
contact page and I told him, Hey, you know, I don't think you play Elite Dangerous, but this is what I do. And this is my channel and this is the game. And I told him the whole story and explained the whole thing. And I'm like, so this is what I need. And I'm looking for somebody with a deep voice. And you're the first one I thought of. And like a day later, he came back to me like, Hey, you know what? Send me the script. Wow. And it was so fantastic. I'm like, that's incredible. I don't have a script. Oh my God. I have to write a script. (laughs) (laughs) I I make this up as I go. Give me some words. And no, no, but he wanted a script. And so I actually, you know, came up with the script and he gave me three different takes. He's like, you know, I I told him this is, you know, a full on voiceover script. Like this is the tone it should be and everything. He's like, "I, I thought the tone was cool, but here's one that's even calmer. Here's a middle one. And here's an absolutely crazy one. And wow. I ended up picking the middle one and I put the other two into that outtakes video. Right. And I was just absolutely flabbergasted that he would do that for me. And that's when I kind of came up with the idea that, you know, I can try to have a guest voice for a lot of these ones. And I'm going to mm-hmm. have three separate guest voices for the next one. They're nice. not as big as Mr. Nice. Tay but I'm going to have three different extra voices <laughs> in it. And uh, I thought that was probably my most exciting experience as far as that's really cool. That's so cool. That is, it reminds me there was a, a very similar story with Hot Fuzz. Um, the film Hot Fuzz is that mm-hmm. they were they were yeah. looking for someone to play the supermarket manager, and they they um, auditioned a load of people. And um, Simon Peck kept saying, "No, we need a Tim- somebody a bit like Timothy Dalton. We need a Timothy Dalton line." <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Eventually, eventually we got they Timothy just reached to Tim Norton and then they got him. So um, it's it's it definitely brought that <laughs> that story that I've heard on that DVD commentary so many million times. But yeah, awesome. um, it's that's it, so interesting that that happens. Like mm. that's how people approach. Like some of the best roles. So like the same thing happened with. Uh, the, oh my gosh, why am I on a Star Trek kick? Uh, Star Trek Voyager <laughs> when they were talking about finding like the helmsman. The Tom Paris character, they kept saying, we need somebody like Robert Duncan McNeil, who had played a part in Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, He was the Red Squadron leader for uh, or the, you know, cadet leader when Wesley had that uh, that accident, you know, when his team had that accident, when they were doing the the starburst Mm -hmm. maneuver. Um, But they were like, we need somebody like Robert Duncan. We need this guy. We need. And then they were like, why don't don't we we just ask him? Ask him. (laughs) Yeah. It just goes to show what you can get by just um, just reaching out to, to people. Um, exactly. But also, at the same time, it's really bloody scary to reach out to somebody. If yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. That's why it hadn't occurred to me, too. I'm exactly. Like, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't want to get told no by them. That, <laughs> yeah. That's going to crush me. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure Tay's <laughs> thinking, like, who am I? You could ask me anything. But for me, it was like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think definitely I, the thing. I think in game, probably my most exciting thing was very early on where I had my Cobra and I just had outfitted it for combat for the first time. I'm like, I'm a big shot now. I've got a medium pulse laser. (laughs) I'm going to go and kill some bad guys. And I went to a, probably a nav beacon or something like that. And I put all my big shiny weapons on it and I pulled the trigger and I hadn't learned about power priorities yet. And I flipped all the circuit (laughs) breakers because I overloaded all the power and everything shuts down in VR. So all the lights went off and everything shut down and it's like, and everything's, and now I'm floating with no engines in the middle of a huge combat (laughs) lasers flying all around while I am frantically flipping switches around and everything. And this is in VR. So I'm in the ship and I was just, and at the end of that, I was thinking like, this is incredible. This is the game for me. And that's another thing that really had cemented really dangerous in general for me. Like this is so fun and this is so exciting, especially in VR, just not even shooting things, just frantically flipping circuit breaker switches while I'm getting shot. And this was so fun. What is it that keeps you logging back in? 
I'd say, what is it that keeps me logging back in? Oh, that's a good question. Probably just the community, actually, at this point. I mean, the people who play the game are so awesome. They're such good yeah. people. They're fun to play with. They're fun to talk with. They want to see Mechanic Man videos. They want to play in wings. They want to, you know, do missions. They want to go mining. It's I'd say probably the people. I think everybody mm. makes it fun to play. I mean, the game is fun in solo. It's more fun in open. You can play in a private group with the people. It's, it's all about the people. I'd say it's yes. all about people. It definitely is. It definitely yeah. is. You're not the first and you will not be the last person to say yeah. that by, sh- by far. And it's such an interesting community too. We've, we've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like, it's a very unique community when it comes to a game based community that there's yeah. this feeling of, of course, there's always outliers. There's always people who are just, you know, looking for a cheap troll or gank or whatever, but the vast, it's odd to find a game where the vast majority of people just want to talk to other people who play the game and love it as much as they do, you know? And, Absolutely. And, yeah. It's not even necessarily meeting them up in game. It's like talking to them on Twitch yep. or finding them in real life, stuff like that. That's more fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of talking to other commanders, let's say, let's say time travel exists and you could go back and talk to yourself on that first day you logged in. What is the Ooh. most important piece of advice that you would give original commander Darkan? logging into the game for the first time huh. <laughs> when you're recording don't shake the camera that much because you're make, giving people headaches <laughs> making them nauseous that first one with the python i was shaking the head the helmet so much that i had a lot of people in the comments like you know this is so cool but i'm dizzy at the end of this video can you hold it more steady so mm, then i kind of yeah. switched to not kind of like a head-based camera i kind of treated it like he's holding the camera a little bit more so i was able to steady it a little bit right. better but for playing the game, I would probably say get some sleep. Don't play as late into the <laughs> night as you're doing. That's probably the first thing I would think. Try to get a little bit more rest. Even commanders need sleep. I would play till, yes, I would play till 3, 4 a.m. with work the next day. Stuff yep. like that. Especially when I was new. I'm like, you got that honeymoon period where it's like, oh, this is so cool. I'm at a star and I'm scooping fuel and there's pirates. <laughs> I'm in a spaceship. It's 4 a.m. I'm in a ship. Oh, I'm in a spaceship. Crazy. I'm looking around in a spaceship. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, it's, I hear birds. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this a light outside at midnight? Oh, yeah, what, is, what is that? Oh, it's six. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Been there. Done that. <laughs> <laughs> now going forwards, you see, we're rounding back to that question. Yep. Uh, going forwards. What is one thing from Odyssey that you would like to see that we don't know about already? Oh, the first thing, more VR support comes right to mind. I know we're going to get that flat screen to be mm-hmm. able to actually use Odyssey in our helmets, but I don't I don't play on a screen. It's going to be really hard yeah. to get into playing Odyssey like a first-person game, but in the headset. Yeah. Um, it, again, like we were talking about with just an, you know, a, a setting for content creators, give me an INI setting where I can have a 3D VR view of Odyssey, but just the headset, no gameplay attached to it. I'll, I'll be able to record videos yeah. so much easier that way. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with all this dark magic. I have some ideas <laughs> to be able to record in VR in Odyssey. So hopefully I'll still be able to make videos, but I mean, a little more VR gameplay in Odyssey is probably the first thing that comes to mind. The trouble, I understand how hard it is yeah. you're making a whole separate VR video game with with odyssey and there's really not that many players to justify the cost mm-hmm. so i get that but 
it's just as a VR only player, it's so disappointing to hear that it's not really going to be VR, but we will get it VR, which is nice. But more VR gameplay is my number one yeah. thing for mm. Odyssey. I get it. You're making a whole game from scratch when it comes to that. Okay, now you've got to make the VR guns and you have to have the motion attached to that and all the little bugs and quality testing that goes along with it. It's hard. So the, the longer you go without supporting VR in that early development process, the harder it gets to do that later. Yeah. So I'm more and more worried that we're not going to get anything more than that flat screen. Right. But that's what it is. We're kind of stuck with it. So Yeah. Fingers we'll crossed. We'll have to see. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yes. Hopefully we get something. Hope we, um, I know people have said before, um, even if it's just uh, a section in VR where we can just sort of walk around the outside of our ships yeah. or walk around the SFVs, yeah. even even that to sort of begin with. Give a Mechanic um, Man mode. That's yeah, all they need. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there should be a switch for that. Turn on Mechanic Man exactly, mode. Just, and yeah. there we go. <laughs> I like it. Yep. We're done. It's just just a camera. It doesn't have any <laughs> gameplay attached to it. You can't even play the game, but you can look you can around. Just look around. Yeah, yeah. I would be That's as a I mean. content yeah, creator. I would also be very into that. Like, I I don't necessarily need to go shoot things. Just give me the ability yeah. to look around to see all of these Let me assets stand that you in created. that world in VR. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Um, you had mentioned earlier. Uh, that there are going to be three voices in a video. So, what do you? Uh, what current projects do you have coming up that you can talk about? I know sometimes there's, you know, you don't want to give too many spoilers, but what can right. we look forward but, to? Um, the one I'm working on, um, I've actually been working on it since before the Fleet Carrier video that came out. So I've been oh, working crikey. on it. So over a year <laughs> yeah. actually. I'm kind of in a bit of a, I don't know, a creative slump on that one so i'm still working through it i've been having a little bit more inspiration lately just buckling down and getting to work helps a lot on it but um i may even split it off into two videos but the one i'm working on now will have the three different voices um it's going to be a lot of trying to improve my video editing skills and things like mm -hmm. that. So I hope those little, the little VFX things get better as time goes by stuff like that. But, um, another wacky adventure for mechanic man coming up and a continuation after the fleet carrier incident. Oh, I can't wait. The fleet carrier incident was so good. It was <laughs> yep. so good. It was so deserving of the, the praise that frontier heaped on yeah. it as well. It was agreed. So I was very grateful of how much, how many times they played it in their stream and stuff like that. I was so, I was so, I was like, oh my God, they're, they're going to play it again. This is like the fifth time. This is so great. They were so enamored with it. I was so yeah. grateful for that. So they're, they're really, um, from, from the conversations that we've had with, um, Frontier, they just, they love the community as much as we all love the community. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know? So, um, and, um, they, they're always such big supporters of, um, the content that, um, that, we create especially when it's as um as creative yeah. as yours is creative and unique <laughs> um, and uh yeah mm. like nobody else is doing that Thank kind you. of stuff so yeah that's why i thought that that kind of makes me keep on going and doing it and that's why i kind of realized like oh you know what i have to finish up this video that i've been working on for a year because no you know people are asking <laughs> for it and i still get comments from my videos from two years ago putting in a comment when's the next video coming out and stuff like that so i'm so that that keeps me going on it too and just having everybody appreciate the videos is really always a driving force. And with that, that fleet carrier video actually helped me get it out quick because I was only like two weeks from when they announced, when I found out about it until the submission was due. And I think that actually helped me 
having a bit of a deadline that I couldn't change kind of pushed me forward a little bit because I'm like, oh, I can't just wait three weeks to do this line because right. the deadline's coming yeah. up. So that, that little bit of a push actually really, really helped. Do you, do you play anything when you're not playing Elite? I've been almost exclusively VR since I got the headset in 2016. So I've been playing things like, you know, Onward, which is like the VR equivalent of like Counter-Strike or Arma. Yeah. Um, things like Beat Saber, um, other shooters like Pavlov, which is kind of another Counter-Strike-ish VR shooter. Um, I've gotten into Valorant a little bit lately on the pancake side of games. Right. Playing on the screen again. Um, so I kind of, now that I think about it, a lot of first person shooters lately, yeah. uh, not intentionally, but that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been playing a little bit of Factorio lately and Ooh. I've been losing a lot of hours to that. Yeah. It's one of those that sucks um, hours like a, like a black exactly. hole. Yeah. I've been a PC gamer since that day in 1996 when I first got my PC band mm-hmm. playing doom. Um, I used to play on Dwango. So if anybody out there used to play Dwango. I'm from the 847 server, um, which was an old gaming BBS that yep. you would dial into and play, um, you know, different different kinds of dial-up games. I would play Mech Warrior yep. 2. I would play Doom, <laughs> Duke Nukem. Lots of Mech Warrior cool 2. Yes. Oh, those were always fun games. So I've been playing I've been playing PC games since a long time ago. Amazing. I remember when we oh, had God. to load our games on floppy disks. <laughs> Floppy disks. I had one time I was explaining about a year ago, Duango on Reddit and people were like asking me questions. Like I was an old civil war veteran or something like that. Did you, <laughs> did you dial up and then connect to the server and did it go on the internet? No, it didn't go on the internet. That was, there the was no internet. Yeah. Into. There was no internet to connect to in this. So yeah, it was, it was a weird old guy feeling. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. That just about wraps it up for like the main bulk of the questions that we've we've had for you today. Great. We're now on the section of that we like to throw in at the end, the little lightning round. Um, just a bunch of Elite Dangerous related questions. And the idea is that you just try and answer as quickly and as accurately, she says in inverted commas, as possible. <laughs> I am ready. Perfect. Then we shall begin. What's your favorite ship? Cobra. What's your least favorite ship? Uh, anything I can't fly well. Uh, <laughs> ask, ask Scout, like everybody says. <laughs> What's the best ship? Cobra and or Python. What's the worst ship? Uh, ask Scout again, or let's say... Hmm, not a fan of the... Gudamayas. I'm going to get a lot of anger about that, but I know. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, You know, Mechanic Man is a DeLacy certified technician, so he's a a fan of the DeLacy's. (laughs) Gudamayas are like Apple products. They're hard to maintain. They're hard to fix. You know, you've got to go back to the manufacturer for things. You can't just wrench on them. They're, (laughs) They're tough. What's your favorite station? Uh... Space station yeah. or radio mm-hmm. station? Space station. I would say space station. Probably Ross 584 or Ross 584 Wrangle Dock. Um, and your favorite system? Favorite system would be Ross 584. True or false? You can get a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. Uh, totally true as long as it's not me that told you that because you'd be angry. <laughs> <laughs> Engineered or vanilla modules? Engineered because they're much more fun to work on. 
Are you Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Uh, probably Independent, because I will go wherever the money is. Who's your favorite power play leader? Mahan, because he looks like my first boss when I was young. <laughs> if you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? I will call the fuel rats. If you have low hull, do you call the wholesales? Do you keep going or do you suicide? I'll fix it myself. I'm a mechanic man. <laughs> True or false, there is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. I would say, uh, don't go out that far, people. That's false. Thargoids, friend or foe? Oh, misunderstood. And finally, flight assist, on or off? I am a poor pilot. Flight assist on. There we go. Excellent. Excellent. Mouse still seething over the gut of my I know. <laughs> I am never going to be on the show again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm all for it. I am all for <laughs> it. <laughs> you you make a valid point. It's it's one thing to say I don't like Gudamaya ships. It, it's another thing to say they're like the Here's Apple why. product of spaceships. They, they really just are. they look beautiful. They, they perform spaceships. really well. However, they have their own ridiculous quirks that you can't work around. And getting them serviced <laughs> is a complete. You have to go to the Genius Bar, and then they send you to there. Then you have to exactly. give them your, yeah. Yeah. So from that perspective, I could totally understand. Totally understand. There we go. Is there is there anything we haven't covered or talked about today that you would like to talk about? No, that was actually really thorough. You guys are awesome interviewers. Thank you for having me on. Um, more Mechanic Man videos are on the way. Woohoo! As soon as I get out of my, you know, slump and start actually working. So if you, if you see me we'll, and we'll put a command, I'll put a command in my channel. I'll share it with you, Psykit, so that we can have it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. If you see me on Twitch or something, I've been I've been burning so many hours in Twitch lately. Just be like, mechanic man, get back to work, start recording videos. I will do so for you. <laughs> if anybody wants to um, connect with you or get to know you better, where can they find you online? You can go to YouTube.com/slash Mechanic Man altogether. Um, I've also got an email address on there in the about page at mechanicmanvr at gmail.com if you ever want to email me, but nice. go check out the videos. I'll do, like I said, like I don't like people to do. Go smash that like yep. button. Subscribe, everybody. <laughs> go there. Come on. Well, that's perfect. Thank you so much for Thank coming and joining us today. Thank you guys for having me so much. It's been really, really awesome. I love the podcast. I've been listening to all of them since a couple episodes before Father Bill. So oh, you nice. guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank much. You. Keep it up. Thank you. Was, yeah, that was like more than I expected. Like more, yeah. more information and more enjoyable than I've like. I already had pretty high expectations, right? Mm. Just based on the videos. Yeah. Um. But holy crap, that was awesome. It that was so much fun. It's so clear how hard and how hard he works, and how much, mm -hmm. um, how much of a labor of love flight assist, not flight assist, we're flight assist. That's why I say it so many times. It's very clear how much of a labor of love what he does is. Um, yeah. And like how, how much he just loves the game and um, just the intricacies that not a lot of us get to see and being able to sort of um, highlight those and do it in a way that is less look at this single bit and more 
let's actually take you on a walk around. Let's talk about it. Right. And this mechanic man persona um, is, yeah, it's, it's just awesome. It was, it was, every, the, that chat was everything that I'd hoped for and more. Yeah. And I liked, I liked having a little bit uh, more of a sort of behind the scenes director's commentary discussion too about like how he does that content yeah. the fact that it's not that he doesn't sit down and write out these detailed scripts to begin with is absolutely amazing to me absolutely. like i would not be able to come close to anything like the videos that we get from his channel without sitting down and scripting it all out and being yeah. so ocd about like oh, i have to get this perfect shot and instead he's like just randomly laying on his back in yeah, the SRV bay, looking up at the ceiling, going, "You know what that looks like? Yeah. It's like cooling systems for the engines." Okay, that's what I'm going to use that for. Like, and, wow. you know, you, you know what we're both like. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's no way that either of us would be able to do that because we are yeah. we both um, sit very much on the fence of everything um, that, like, any produced content that we make is produced. You know, and, right. and, and like right. it is produced or storyboarded, including or this podcast, including this podcast. <laughs> um, but it, it is um, um, edited, and then oh, like until we are happy with it, and then it and mm-hmm. then it goes out. It's not not something where we could go. Um, it's certainly not something I wouldn't feel comfortable or um, like knowledgeable enough about the ships to be able to do. Um, be a little bit. Um, uh, a little bit more gung ho about it, and yeah. that's just um, yep. a, a big sort of credit to uh, Mechanic Man in that he he can be more um, more um, sort of like off the cuff. It's it's so yeah. good. It's it's so interesting to hear how people work. Yeah, with, with things like this, definitely. It's so it's and it's so such an inspiration too. It's like it encourages me to be like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to. Maybe it's okay exactly. if I don't hit this one hundred percent perfect idea of what it is in my mind mm-hmm. that I, I'm trying to create. Maybe it's okay to have to go a little bit off of what I had planned yeah. because I might end up somewhere completely new. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I might find that little piece of information or that visual cue or that mm-hmm. something that I didn't know was there. Nobody else knows is there. And it might take me off in a whole new direction. Definitely. Um, so it, it, it's, it's certainly an inspiration to hear that kind of uh, creative process. For sure. For sure. Well, that's all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an Elite Dangerous Commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know about that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io forward slash flightassistpodcast, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. Until next week, this is Commander Psykit and Commander Mal for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist off.